are listening to That New Witch Podcast, and I am your host, Rachel Pond. In today's episode, I will be discussing how to improve on your intention and focus. Um, This has been something that I've been struggling with for the last two or three weeks or so. Um, My sleep schedule has just been thrown off, and it's been doing its own thing. So, um... I have noticed that that has really affected my uh, intention and focus because of the thrown off sleep schedule and I was thinking, you know, this is affecting me, it might uh, be relatable to other people, whether their sleep is being affected or not, there might be other things in their life that are affecting their practice in this way. The way I noticed that there was an effect was like, ever since I've started my practice, I have classified myself as a kitchen witch. And these last several weeks, when I would get into the kitchen, whether it was to make um, a loaf of bread with my intention in it, or something as simple as a cup of tea, I would get everything out to do it. Then I would just, it would just blow right over my head and uh, I would just like be going through the motions, you know, kind of like a zombie, just kind of, and then I would snap too and like, wait, huh, my intention wasn't in, to, in that. So then I started doing some research and came across some stuff, a couple things to help me and anyone else re- relates to this, help us um, improve on our focus and intention. Um... Okay, so to improve your intention, make sure you're drinking enough water. Um, I know I don't drink enough water in a day. Like this very moment, I'm thirsty. Uh, And I'm just like, oh, should I drink? Because I don't want, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's important. Sorry if you guys heard that gulp. Um, That's why I was hesitant to taking the, the sip. But it's important to stay hydrated. Um, Let's see. Daily habits to motivate you, such as, um, or get you moving. Not but but start the moving process. You know, even if it's something as simple as 15 minutes of doing yoga in the morning and night. You know, if that's all your schedule allows you to do, then, then that's great. Um, you know, obviously going for walks out in nature. Now here in Connecticut, now that start excuse me, now that it's starting to get a little colder, it's a little difficult uh, to go walking outside barefooted to get grounded with the earth because the ground is so incredibly cold right now. <laughs> but the other day, I was you know out and I was taking care of my neighbor's dog because. She had some other things going on. She just couldn't have her dog around her at that time. So I took the dog, and I was taking care of it for a little bit. And I just we just so happened to stop near a tree. And I placed my hand on the tree. I know I've discussed this before. And it just relaxed me. It just grounded me. And, um, you know, before I knew it, the dog was, like, yanking on the chain. Like, okay, I'm ready to get moving again. Let's go for more of a walk. But for those few seconds that I had just becoming one with the tree it really just it was like the tree was like 
downloading all its knowledge into me and it just like brought the zen over me it was really a beautiful thing um um basic self-care even if it's something as simple as noticing that you need to get your hair trimmed because god knows most people are terrified of going to salons and being that close to their hairdresser even though everyone's wearing a mask I know my grandmother the other day she was telling me how she wished she could go get her hair cut but she's terrified to be next to a hairdresser even though they're wearing masks it's just the thought nerve wracks her so I said hey Graham how about you go to Walmart or go to Sally's get a good pair of like hair like just scissors don't use kitchen scissors because that will give you split ends and trim your own hair it might not exactly be like how your hairdresser would do it but at least it will give you that feeling of you taking care of yourself and your hair will look healthier without the split ends you know and that will just boost your your uh, confidence and the feelings that you have towards yourself and she's like I didn't think of that and as far as I know she went and picked up a, a pair of hair scissors um, and did that, but I'll, I'll find out next time I speak to her. Um, let's see. Um, listen to the uh, energy and, and signals that your body is giving out. Um, I have a, a quick little story for that. So the other day, I was just laying at home, you know, on my couch, scrolling through TikTok, as I'm sure most of us are doing nowadays. And my phone rang, and it was a number I did not recognize. It was from California, and I don't know anyone in California. So um, I answered, and there was this guy claiming to be from my credit card company. I'm sure you guys can see where this is going. He was saying, all I need to do for the next three months is pay off the the minimum on my credit card, and, um, and then... You know, any debt, anything left on my card would just automatically be wiped away as if it was never on my card as a bill. And I was like thinking to myself, this sounds a little fishy. So I hung up, I called my credit card company, and I said, is this really something that you guys are doing? I got a call from this number in California claiming this. And they're like, no, no, that's not something we're doing. And um, so, yeah. Even if it's something as simple as a phone call and it's got you on Yeezy, listen to it. And pay it, not only listen to that your body's giving you that signal, um, but pay attention how that comes across. Is it sweats? Is it, you know, a rapid heartbeat? Um, and, and pay attention to how you feel in the moment. Because when you, when those signals go up, like, warning warning it's you feel different then than you do when um you know when you look at your bank account and you have an extra hundred dollars you didn't expect to be in there you know it's two different feelings one's a reward like joyful and the other one's like a cautious run something bad's gonna happen so um yeah like i said don't just pay pay attention to where that warning sign is coming from but also pay attention to how you feel and 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 the situation that you're in so when it happens again you're like oh i know this feeling this is a warning sign this is protecting me 
Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Yeah. I think I mentioned like getting out in nature, going for walks. Um, these are all great things like grounding. Um, and um, this, this particular one is something that I need to work on. I know for sure I am not alone with this. Um, turn off or put away all screens, you know, TVs, tablets, iPhones, whatever it is, whatever kind of screen that you have, put it away. Do not use it for at least 30 minutes before bed. Um, because the blue light from the phone tricks our eyes and makes us think that it's still daytime. It, it, it has the effect on our eyes as the sun does. So, uh, if you want to get to bed, let's say you're setting a goal for getting to bed by 10 p.m. every night and you're just scrolling, scrolling for like two, three hours before bed, you are going to be wired you're gonna be wide awake and even if even if you scroll right up until 10 o'clock and you're feeling tired it's going to have an effect on the quality of sleep which in turn will have an effect on you the next day and that will infect uh, in not infect affect your intention and focus on whatever activities whether it's your work for your job or the work that you do to put into your practice. So think of it that way. It might not be something that you want. You literally might want to scroll until you fall asleep. But just think of how much better the next day will be for you if you just do that. 30 minutes before bed, put everything aside, you know. And if you're like me and you're in a little studio apartment, everything's just one room, Put your phone, I have a tendency of just putting my phone on my end table near my bed. Put your phone on the other end of the apartment, you know, if you don't have a separate room to put your phone in. Now, if your if your phone is your alarm clock, then put it like at the foot of your bed. Like if you have a little table on the other end of where your bed, across from your bed, you know, not next to it, but like across the room in your bed. Put your phone away as far as you can so you don't, it's not easy grab access. And so if it's your alarm clock, it'll wake you up at set time and then you can get up, turn off your phone and start your day. But at least you know that way you'll get your recommended eight to plus hours of sleep. Um, again, that is something that I need to improve on. Every day when I wake up, I'm like, tomorrow night, or tonight, like, um, Saturday night, I will put my phone away. And it's like this evil cycle. So I'm not saying I'm perfect. This is something I definitely need to work on. Uh, but I figure if I just talk it out loud, then most likely I'll improve on that. Or fingers crossed, right? Uh, sleep, I touched on that. Sleep is very important. Um, cooking from home. This way, you know, you know exactly what's in your food and um, you make sure that you're eating foods with higher vibrations. 
that lifts your energy, your intention, and your focus. Uh, uh, I know I mentioned exercising, but uh, it's, you know, uh, going for like a nice light walk after dinner. Um, Of course, weather permitting, it's supposed to rain all day today. So any exercising that I do today is going to be indoors. But um, they, you know, walking is, is great if you're not able to, though. Any form of movement before bed. Um, I have heard from several people, though, that if they exercise before bed, then they tend to stay up. Um, I think that um, I think that that relates more to like heavy working out. But something light as like a stroll or just like, for example, some yoga stretches or just stretches in general. Some, some form of light uh, movement, nothing too aggressive before bed. And it kind of just gets you into that calm, relaxation, you know, kind of mode. Um, let's see here. Uh, practice mindfully eating, which I guess that's kind of like intuitive eating. Um, so like drink a glass of water and if you're still hungry, then, um, first of all, that glass of water will help you so you don't eat as much whatever you end up eating. But, um, then, you know, when you drink that glass of water, like I said, you'll be fuller. So when you if it does after a half hour 45 minutes you do still truly feel hungry then um because you've done the healthy action of drinking the water first your first mind your first thought will be what's another healthy option i can grab you know some hummus and carrots and or something like that or if you're you know going to make a true meal still you know most likely you're not going to be like, you know, let's, you know, Uber eat some McDonald's, you know, you're, you're going to want to eat food that matches your vibration that you're trying to reach or trying to maintain. I'm not saying that you should never treat yourself to like, you know, quote unquote junk food. That is not what I'm saying at all. Everyone deserves treats. I was actually at the grocery store a couple days ago and I ran into this guy. He and I got into a little chat and he was telling me how he's gained like 15 pounds since this whole COVID thing has happened. I said, don't feel bad. I'm right there with you. And he was telling me how he's trying to redo his relationship with food, like re-get to know food. And he pointed out in his cart, he's like, you know, he had a lot of fruits and vegetables and all this great healthy stuff but then he also had uh, a couple treats he had some dark chocolate he had some potato chips and he's like you know I'm really trying but I want to make sure I have treats in the home so I can reward myself now if that's how he wants to go about it good on him I'm trying to reteach myself how to separate food and reward that's what I'm trying to work on because for me And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there like this. If I'm happy, if something good happens, I eat food. If something bad happens, I eat food. If I'm just neutral, I eat food. So I want to, 
get to the point where food is like a necessity. I eat it to stay alive. And when it comes to rewarding myself because I succeeded in something or improved on something, then doing something that's actually a reward, you know, um, treating myself to something like on a regular day, a reward for me would be going to the movies. I never go to the movies unless there's like a new Star Wars release. I do not go to the movies. Um, and so it's a once in a very blue moon that I go to the movies. So for me, if I succeed in something, my reward to myself would be, that would be one of the options. Um, and I'm trying to improve on associated food with everything. So, um, what was my point of bringing that up? Oh, yeah. So no, no dogging on, on, on that gentleman I was speaking to. But I think that that's an issue that a lot of people have with food. I know I've had it my whole life growing up watching my mom associating all her emotions with food. And when you are able to separate food from reward and all of that um, and find things that you truly love as a reward, then you see that food is just there to keep you alive yes it's supposed to taste good yes it's supposed to look beautiful but if you eat too much it's not good for you it's not good for your body it's it's certainly not good for the planet because if you buy some a lot of food you know uh, food gets thrown out food spoils and um so yeah uh i i hope that that example made some sense at least (laughs) um let's see here eating um let's see here set boundaries uh with people that tend to come with like negative or Debbie Downer kind of energy, if you will. Um, And I have to do this with my older sister. I love her to pieces. She's a wonderful person. But she and I have two different kinds of energy where I try to focus on the positive of everything, even when when I'm in like the most negative moment of my life. I try to flip it and make it positive. And what I've noticed with her is she tends to just focus on all that negativity. And I, you know, need to work on myself and protect myself knowing that she comes with that energy so I can maintain a healthy relationship with her, but at the same time also protecting myself and my intention and my uh, focus. Um, Because there have been times where I have walked away from a conversation with her. And going into the conversation, I'm on cloud nine. I feel like pumped. I've got all this positivity just oozing from me. And then I get off the phone with her and my heart's racing. And I just feel like a jitterbug. And I'm just shaking, you know. Not literally like you can see me shake. But like within me, I feel like I'm shaking like crazy. And it's 
So what I'm starting to work on is my grounding, my breaths, and not just that, but also notice. Notice when those feelings are starting when I'm talking to her and being like, this is hers. This is not something I need to take on and add to myself. Again, I love my sister to pieces. And this is just something that um, I've realized that I need to work on. So I can maintain a healthy relationship with her. Um, so, um, And I know I'm not the only person that struggles with that. I have um, a guy friend and he was telling me that like all his friends, you know, they come to him to solve all their issues. He's very much a let me help you fix it kind of guy. And um, one day I was hanging out with him and he was just a ball of nerves. And I said to him, I said, Tom, you gotta set boundaries. You gotta let these friends know you are appreciative of having them in your life, but they need to appreciate that they have you. And not only just that, not just show appreciation, but know that the energy that they're exuding rubs off on other people and that it's not healthy, A, for them to carry around all this tension and not having any way of releasing it besides spewing it all onto him. And then he walks around like this nervous, jittery bug, if you will. I don't know what else to use. Because he's trying his best to make everybody else's life better. And um, in the long run, it's affecting him and his health and his life. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very important that you, even though um, empaths really just want to be there and help everybody get better, if we are not, if when I say we, I mean all the empaths out there, <laughs> you know, uh, or anyone who's just, you know, cares to see other people better. If we are not in a healthy spot in our lives, if we do not take care of ourselves and have those boundaries and know when to cut things off with people. And when I say cut off, I don't mean cut people out of your life. I mean, stand your ground and be like, okay, this is something that you need to deal with, with a therapist or, or, or deal on your own. I can't help you. If we don't have those kind of boundaries, and it affects our lives. So, um, uh, replace negative energies, uh, excuse me, relationships with positive loving. Um, oh, wait, I think I read that wrong. Replace negative self talk, self talk with, uh, with positive self love statements. And, you know, something I, I real, recently realized is the, post, the person that you talk to the most is yourself. You may think you talk to your best friend the most or, um, or your neighbors because you see them every day when you leave your house. But in real life, in actuality, you are the person you talk to the most. And if you really pay attention... The majority of the time, we, as a collective human species, the 
most of the time when we are talking to ourselves, it's cutting ourselves down. And um, even if it's something as stupid as, or not stupid, wrong choice of words, even if it's something as silly as, you know, oh, I could have made that light. You know, if I just moved faster, I could have gotten through that and, uh, you know, wouldn't have missed that green light. You're so stupid. Or, um, or getting home from the grocery store, for example. And let's say you went there to pick up a carton of milk. And we all know, especially me, when I go to Target, I'll walk into Target and my brain just erases and I'm like what did I come here for and then I end up end up spending you know two times what I intended spending and I get everything but that carton of milk and then you get home and you're like oh now I can't make that cake or I can't make that brownie mix that I was gonna make I'm so stupid whatever hopefully you understand where I'm coming from with this most of the time we are cutting ourselves down and once you we, uh, like I said, as a collective, a human species, once we realize that our words really do have weight. Um, I was on Instagram the other day, and um, one of the women that I follow, she's very much into like um, self-confidence, boosting other women and just people in general, just boosting their self-confidence. And she posted this picture of herself in a bikini, and um, she looked gorgeous, beautiful. And in this particular picture, there was no filter, no nothing. And you saw a bunch of cellulite on her hips and um, her butt. And it's just, it's normal. It's beautiful. It's perfect. And in the caption, in the description of the photo that she posted, uh, she's saying, you know, I've been getting all these lovely comments and DMs saying how perfect my body is and that the sun was just being mean to me that day and she's like I really appreciate it but she said in her, in her caption there she said you know I really appreciate all this but I want all of you out there to know that if you can look at this picture and say that my body is perfect then what is holding you back from loving and accepting your body and that just hit me like a ton of bricks because even though I try my best to follow only uh, positive, motivational people, there are times where I get a photo of somebody that has no cellulite and is just their skin is flawless and it's just all this stuff. And I forget that they most likely used a filter and just all these things. And I'm just, and then I just cut myself down. And that. I don't know what that other person's doing on the other end with their photos. All I know is when I'm seeing that second in front of my face. And, and it just, it really just hit me. Like, that's amazing. You know, I, ne- I don't know why I've never thought of it that way. If I'm able to look at a photo of somebody and see their cellulite and seeing their stretch marks and all of that stuff, which is totally normal, but then turn around and look at myself in the mirror and being like, you're fat, you're ugly, da-da-da-da-da, whatever it may be, um, and judging myself for having the exact same things that they have. What's the difference? 
I mean, why is it so difficult for me to accept myself when I can accept somebody else's uh, physical flaws? So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, uh, replacing negative talk and negative thought is, is very important for improving on your intentions. Um, Um, let's see, filling up your cup before filling up others, meaning like filling, filling yourself up. This goes back to positive thought, positive words. Um, just if you emotionally are empty, then how are you going to be able to lift other people up? If you have not gotten to the point where you can do it for yourself, then how are you going to be an effective person for others? Um, so that's a very important thing to know to, to, to you know, put into action. Um, set an intention or a goal for every day. Even if it's just, I do this thing. I've started doing it since COVID. I make a list of like five things. And if at least the minimum is three, if three things of that list of five gets done, then I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, lately, the last week or so, I've just been making the list of three things that I want to get done. So in the beginning, I started out with like five or six things. And whatever didn't get done that day rolled over into the next day. Lately, the last week or so, I've just been making a list of like three things. So let's say there's a phone call I have to make, uh, my bathroom needs to get cleaned, and go to the gym. These are three basic things, you know. Um, that's not always what's on my list, but that's an example of something that might be on my list. And then at the end of the day, check off what I did. And it makes me feel so good. Instead of having a list of like 50, 60 things I need to do. Keep it simple. Keep it just easy. And it makes me feel like I accomplished so much. Um, so that's another way uh, when you can see, you know, when you get that beneficial feeling from just accomplishing a few things instead of looking at your list and like, oh, I was only able to do three out of 40 things, you know, I'm a loser, I, I, I can never accomplish anything, so set it realistically, because everybody, I know I am, everybody's under stress right now, everybody's, you know, going through a lot, the world has changed, and we're trying our best to find a new normal, and so if in that process, um, you can just be gentle with yourself, and, and understanding and patient that will be so beneficial in the end Um, uh, some other things that you can do um, let's see here four tips uh, more tips for setting intention Um, 
get a, a clear um, positive focus on something and um, something that you want and then something that you don't want. Now, whatever you focus on expands. Okay, oh, oh, so focus on something that you want instead of something that you don't want. Because a lot of people, I know I'm guilty of this. I, for example, uh, referring to relationships, I'm like, uh, I don't want somebody that is... Uh, selfish and self, you know, self-centered, and I just say all these things that I do not want in a partner. Instead of saying, I want somebody that is compassionate, romantic, uh, a good listener, somebody who has focus, and above all, somebody who loves themselves, somebody that accepts themselves for who they are, from where they came all the things that happened in their past instead of saying all those positive things of what I do want and what I do desire I tend to focus on what I don't want and then the universe hears me and it's like Santa Claus at Christmas time <laughs> you know he's like alright this is what's on our list this is what's on our list okay we're gonna mail it up and send it out to her um, and because the universe just picks up on the your intention what you're focusing on the most and if what you're focusing on is what you don't want the universe doesn't know that it just knows that's what you're focusing on the most so it sends it to you so I'm even doing this I'm in the process of reteaching myself start focusing on what I do want instead of what I don't want um and that um not only speeds up you receiving what you truly desire but it also helps improving your intention and focus okay so then set only a certain amount of time out of the day with working with the internet but like I previously stated uh, the blue lights, it trips our eyes and makes us think it's still daytime. So, me, for example, um, I have multiple different jobs. I do reselling on eBay. I do the podcast, which I guess I don't know if you classify that as a job because I really don't get, I don't get paid for it, but I do classify it part of my job. Um, and then I do Reiki and then every once in a while I have a couple people that have me come in and clean their homes about once a month and then I have another group of people that when needed I go and take care of their dogs for them sometimes I dog sit like stay at their house and take care of their dogs while they're away and sometimes like my neighbor the other day she just needed me to have her dog out of the home for a couple hours so some of my jobs are more dependable money-wise than others other ones are just a sporadic thing that I do on the side um but um so some of my jobs do focus on the internet with like ebay and the podcast you know um and doing my research for the podcast now I understand if you're 
in technology, if you're a web designer or something like that, and your job is the internet, um, you know, that's probably going to be a little bit more difficult because that is your job. And then when you get off, you probably want to go to the internet to relax and unwind. But again, like I said, just set a set amount of time for that. And then once that time is up, then step away because the computer, the screen will confuse us on like, is it time to go to bed? Should I stay awake? It might be 12 o'clock at night, but I'm wide awake because I've been looking at these screens. So, um, Recommit to your intention every day. So if every day your intention is to be happy and joyful and see the bright side, and if that's something that you struggle with, um, then every day when you wake up, be like, I recommit myself to these set things. And um, that, uh, over time, will become just second nature. And that will help improve your intention. Um, oh, like I like I just said, you know, commit to the um, commit to the intention until uh, that um, intention becomes just like second nature in the change. Um, I'm, I'm like jumping ahead of my notes here. Uh, let your intention teach you by checking and asking, does what I'm thinking slash doing align with my desire? And just like the intuition, you know, lets you know if you're in danger or something's not in your best intention, you will get the same feeling and you will know Um if if this is aligning with your desires, your intention, your purpose, what you're going for. Um, let's see here. Um, a couple more things for uh, a daily habits to improve your intention and focus. Um, energy... Um, Uh, energy work, like uh, improving on your energy work, so you can, um, whether that be meditation, Reiki, um, just focusing on your energy, tapping into that um, will improve on your intention and your focus. Um, connecting to your spirit guides, your spirit guides, whether that be your ancestors. Um, you know, if you go by like the totem pole, you know, your spirit guides that way, whatever that may be to you, they will, um, and and a good way of tapping into that is through meditation, relaxation, yoga, um, you know, they will help you reach that heights, that ability of tapping into your intention and focus. Um, grounding, 
like I mentioned at the, at the beginning of this episode, um, you know, walking outside, whether that be barefoot or with your shoes on, touching a tree. Um, if, I can't, if you've never done that before, place your hand on a tree and just let the tree download all its knowledge into you. It's, it's amazing. It really feels like a download. And um, I just, I always, whenever I do that, whenever I touch a tree, I walk away feeling lighter, happier, uh, just, just like a new person. Uh, let's see here. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, for your, I've been focusing a lot on, uh, your intention. Now for, um, Um, so for your intention, we've been focusing on your, um, improving. Oh, so we've been focusing on your intention for improving on your focus. Uh, a lot of it, um, is, is the same. Um, improve on your sleep. So make sure you get enough sleep, screen time. Uh, make time for exercising, spend time in nature, uh, meditation, um, any form of relaxation, whether that be stretching, meditation, uh, a walk, um, take a break. If your job, like I said before as an example, if your job is working with computers or it's a very taxing thing, make sure to give yourself a even if it's just like a five-minute break, if that's all you can do, step away, give yourself some couple calming, relaxing breaths, you know, do some um, just light re- relaxation work, and then go back to work. Instead of just plowing right through all the work and just stringing yourself out, um, be aware of, of, of you know, how you feel and um, taking care of that Um, and listening to music Um, you know if if in those five minutes all you can do is listen to a song that's like three minutes long you know pick your favorite song jam jam to it and then go back to work you know Um, so the recommendations to fo- to improve on your focus and intention are they intertwined. They're very much the same. Um, and this is like my third time recording this episode, so I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but, and this is just personally for me, what I have observed, because the whole reason of coming up with this episode is because um, I have been having issues with my focus and intention. And during this time of doing research for this, I've realized that most likely it could also just be that I am not practicing my my witchcraft the way that best suits me. I started as a kitchen witch because I'm always cooking. So I was like, okay, this is just like what I'm supposed to do. But as time, as these nine months has gone on, I've realized that I am more of a eclectic witch. I enjoy 
doing magic outside, lighting a candle, like being like a candle witch. I enjoy doing my practice in front of my altars, my, my family altar, um, you know, and um, also um, when I do arts and crafts, like I made necklaces for my nieces and I'm going to mail them to them for Christmas. And it doesn't, it's not deliberately me, you know, giving them a spell, you know, but I have enchanted these necklaces with my love and protection for them. And um, so I'm able to incorporate my magic into my arts and crafts. So pay attention to that, you know, try out different ways. That is going to be not next week, but the week after. That will be the week after's episode discussing different types of witches. Next week, I will be discussing um, working with the elements, so elemental magic. And uh, I was really inspired by this. One day I was waiting for the bus to pick me up from the gym and the wind was aggressive. It was really, it was like Winnie the Pooh on a blustery day. If you guys ever saw that movie, you know what I'm talking about. And it really got me thinking how the wind is so overrated like you don't think about it you don't think about the elements fire you think about because you you do that with your candles and stuff but the rest of the elements you really don't think about them so next week we will be talking about elemental magic so if that interests you uh, tune in next week for that until then um, I hope everyone has a magical weekend and a magical week and if you guys would like to follow me, you can do so over on YouTube at That New Witch. And then Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok are all at That Period New Period Witch. And period is in, in like period, end of a sentence, period. So uh, looking forward to next week. And uh, I'll see you then, Coven.